We pray as we begin our chapel. O holy light, guide divine, now cause the word of life to shine. Teach us to know our God aright and call him Father with delight. Amen. Have you ever thought what your life would be like if you were not a Christian? What if you were born in India or China or Saudi Arabia, somewhere where the dominant religion is Islam or Hinduism or ancestor worship? What if you were born to a family of atheists? Of course, you were not. God saw to it that you entered the family in which you now find yourself and that you came to faith and that this faith now dominates your life. This was no accident. It was part of God's divine plan. But still, what if? What if God did not choose you to be your, his child? What if Jesus meant nothing to you? What if the Holy Spirit was not prompting your thoughts, words, and actions? I wonder if we realize how often our thoughts and desires are being prompted by the Holy Spirit. In Galatians chapter 5, the Apostle Paul writes, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, self-control. Whenever any of these qualities manifest themselves in our lives, it is of the Spirit. Therefore, if we are not led by the Spirit, these characteristics will not manifest themselves. Oh yes, uh, there may be an outward imitation of the fruits of the Spirit, but the actual fruits are in the heart. So consider what life would be like if we were not led by the Spirit. In the same chapter, Paul talks about it. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. So if you were not being led by the Spirit, this is the kind of life you would have, a life driven by the sinful flesh, driven to dishonor your parents and others in authority, your supervisors, to hurt or harm your fellow students, to commit sexual wickedness, to take what belongs to somebody else, to badmouth your professors, to covet things that God has given to somebody else. All of the wickedness that Paul writes about are a violation of these commandments of God. Such is the life of those who are not heartfelt Christians. But wait, when I considered some of these things, I was struck to the quick. How about you? Now let me choose some of them. Uncleanness, meaning uh, sexual uncleanness. Have you ever found yourself having unclean thoughts? Contentions, 
in the dorm or at home, have you been bickering with your siblings? Quarreling with your fellow students? How about jealousy and envy? How about outbursts of anger? Dare I assert that everyone here has found himself or herself guilty of some or even all of these sins. The Apostle Paul recognized this fault in himself when he writes in Romans 7, For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am flesh, sold under sin. For I do not understand my own actions. For I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. The point is here, he hated what he was doing. He hated the sins that arose in his life, and that is evidence that the Spirit was at work in him. Surely it is that way with us too. Yes, sinful thoughts, words, and actions arise in our lives, but afterwards we hate it. We hate what we did. And why is it this way? Paul continues to explain in Romans, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me that is in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do what the good that I want, but the evil that I do not want is what I keep doing. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. You see, if you, if you were not a Christian, you would not hate these sins. You would not appeal to Christ for forgiveness. You would not discover the grace of God that covers all of these iniquities with the blood of Jesus. Although your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red, like crimson, they shall be as wool. For those who are led by the Spirit, it goes even beyond this. Our joy in the forgiving grace of God overflows in our lives. The sins that we hate, we try to overcome, to do the opposite to let the following show forth love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, self-control. That's what's in the heart of the Christian. That's what spills over into his life. If you were not a Christian, none of this would be true. You would be trapped by the deeds of the flesh. You would find no relief from your guilt, and you would be in constant fear of death and damnation. So faculty, staff, students, and other hearers, rejoice and give thanks that you have been chosen by God. You have been forgiven, robed in the righteousness of Christ, and forever released from the fear of death and hell. Let us now praise our Lord with the words of hymn 37, verse 1 and verse 3.
Great Jehovah, give 